Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Midlife. You may have noticed that you haven't heard from me as regularly as last year, and that's because, well, I've been busy. And one of the things I've been busy with is with my friend, Tracy Feldstein, who now is going to be joining me on episodes of The Midlife. Look, I need to get out of my head, and you're probably tired of hearing what's in my head. So Tracy and I are going to be talking about the issues that are affecting all of us together. So hi, Trace. This is going to be fun. So fun. Hi there. Um, In thinking about a topic for today, the following statement came into my head, and that is our question, I guess. How do we find calm in chaos? (laughs) And I kind of laugh at that because we could have an entire podcast with multi-episodes devoted to that. But I just thought today we'd sort of touch on that because I think what happens to all of us, correct me if I'm wrong. So we just find ourselves spinning out of control and being pushed around by forces outside instead of taking control by what's inside. Do you agree with that? Mm, I do. I do. So what's your, what's your best strategy for finding calm and chaos? Uh, I think that's interesting what you just said, right? Is that like, we're getting pushed by sort of outside forces and not listening to our insides. And so there's that, that numbing, that kind of pushing through that kind of not listening to ourselves piece. Um, Oh God, the the pushing through that just hit me so hard because that's what we do, right? We just like soldier on, you know, the house is on fire, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm the soldier on. (laughs) Yeah. And sort of like, it's so interesting, right? Cause we think we're pushing through and getting so much done because we got to get everything done. Everything. When we look back, it's like, it's so ineffective because <laughs> what are we actually getting done? We're just like spinning all the plates and, you know, setting everything on fire and, um, you know, not having any intention. And usually what do we do? Like overwhelm, burn out, yell at everyone we love and get sick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all those things like, oh, yay, a day to be quiet and get well again, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's, so like that, I, it's, it's a survival instinct, right? It's like, I am drowning. And as long as I keep my head above the water, I'll survive. Maybe. Right. Totally. And then those survival instincts are always just those thoughts in our head, right? Where it's like, we're on autopilot and we're in survival mode and we're not actually thinking through how we feel, what's important to us, what do we actually want to get done today? What really needs to get done today? Do all 500,000 things need to get done so we can just not breathe all day and just keep pushing through? Or do we look at the list and go, actually, only these two things need to get done today? And, oh, now I feel really good, right? Now I have time to go but play. Do you? 
do we really feel good though? Or do we feel like a failure because of the other 498 that still sit there? I mean, don't you think that we've been kind of be programmed to, there's like, there's no measure of success because it never ends. And I think that's the challenge that I want to talk about today is how do we start to feel good about the two things if we've decided that those are the two things? Yeah. Right. That's where choice comes in. And that's where that listening in and then just knowing that we get to choose because there's always going to be 500 million things. And so we're not going to get 5 million things done today. So if we already hate ourselves for not doing that, then we're going to always hate ourselves. Right. But if we can say like, okay, but really I get to choose. So what do I want to do today? And what really needs to get done? And then can I throw everything else away and decide tomorrow, right? And see what I have today. Like, what's my energy? Am I listening? What's the best way to take care of myself and everyone else today? Because that's what we do, right? And then, and can I feel really great about that, right? Can I dare myself to feel good, right? And create, is it okay to feel calm? Oh my, is it? I don't think so. (laughs) Right, I think that's one of the things, like even as a body worker, right? Like for years, I, I remember having like clients that like were just, you know, right. The moms, the grandmas are like, push through, push through, push through, push through. And I would give them a session and then I'd come back and they were like, yeah, I didn't really like it. I didn't feel great after. And I'm like, you didn't feel great. Like, what, what do you mean? You know? And they would talk to me about like, and I would start laughing. I'm like, sounds like you were relaxed. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) Like, Oh my gosh. We're so programmed. Right. Like if I'm not in panic and anxiety and, you know, worried about the world and busy, 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 then we're uncomfortable. What if, what if we didn't have to fill the empty space? Oh my God. What an awesome, awesome dare (laughs) right? (laughs) to just go, I'm going to sit here and see how uncomfortable I can be until I figure out that maybe this is actually comfortable. Exactly. So one thing that I... It takes a really lot of practice, doesn't it? Oh, it so does. So one thing I've started doing, and this sounds ridiculous to admit out loud, but I've actually started hitting the shutdown feature on my computer on Fridays, not just the sleep, because if it's on sleep, I can walk by and I can hit the mouse and it can pop back and I can do one of the 3 million things that I on the to-do list I'm creating in my head. But I've been forcing myself to hit shutdown because it's off and actually enjoying my weekend, which means I'm doing things that make me feel guilty to say out loud, like watching TV with my husband. Oh my God. How dare you? I know. (laughs) I love it. I mean, it's so great, but also how does it like, there's all the feels around it, right? Yeah. Right. Do you have like the, like, this is amazing of me and what a great choice. And this is so bonding and wonderful and recharging. And And I have to apologize to myself for it. (laughs) Right. Right. And like the universe, because I didn't, you know, I love when people are like, did you get all the emails? And I'm like, no, it's Saturday, Sunday. And I don't even look because Monday will come. I'm sure of it. (laughs) And on Monday I do it. Willing. (laughs) You know? And it's like, but that, um, discomfort, right? Around like expectations, I guess, that, you know, because I sent you a text on Friday at 10 o'clock at night about having a session with, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to respond to that on work time at mon- on Monday. Yeah. But you're, so I like that you just don't respond. 
I, I actually responded to somebody on Saturday and I said, I will get to that on Monday. But I felt the need to be like, I got it. I heard you. And it is Saturday. I don't know if that's good or bad. Is it good? I think it's good to set boundaries. I think it's awesome to set boundaries. So either way, I think it's setting boundaries. Um, yours is still people pleasing and wonderful. <laughs> right. Cause I mean, cause it's even more awkward, right? People are like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I had a I'm fine computer <laughs> weekend, you know? And, and what happens on Monday is those people that are like, I thought you were upset with me. And I was, you know, all the things I'm like, no, I was just having a weekend. I turn off my phone and I do this. And they're like, huh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, and we laugh about how they like spent the whole weekend sure that I was never going to, you know, talk to them again. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> so isn't that part of the chaos that we create? So it's not just the shit that's being thrown at us from the outside world, which will never stop. Like it's always going to be chaotic, no matter what. It's not just about that, but it's about the added energy and chaos that we create in our house, in our house, <laughs> in our <Yeah>. heads, same <laughs> thing in our heads about the stories that we create of other people. You have no idea what other people are thinking or doing. Right. And what a waste of time and energy to sit there and spin about it. Yeah. So draining. So like self-hatred, right? Like it just spins all those things that don't feel good. And And unfair to the other person too, because the other person might just have turned off their phone and then be enjoying their weekend. Not thinking a goddamn thing about you. Right. Actually hoping you're having the same fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it's, it's fun and challenging. And yet again, it's like, I guess it's like, as long as you're intentional with it, like, I'm not trying to upset people. I'm trying to take care of myself and show up and be like grounded and find some calm in the chaos that we live in. Yeah. Right. Well, and as far as interpersonal relationships too, if you are a person that can start telling people what you think, so they don't have to guess anymore. And people can have that expectation that you're going to tell me. Then you don't have to waste all that time trying to decide what they're thinking. Yeah. I mean, I love that you, I I feel the same way, but I don't know that everyone feels that way. (laughs) So, um, but I was thinking that too, when you brought the, the idea of, of that chaos, like there's to me, I agree. Like there's something calming about keeping it honest and open and real. And that's super challenging. And I'm not going to say it doesn't have a million other emotions to it. And I'm not going to say that I do it all the time or that I'm hundred percent at it, but I know the difference when I do. How Don't much you feel more, so much better flow. Just, I'm not like shoving in and stuffing and like the anxiety that comes from that. And then once I'm doing that to myself, I'm doing all the bad things, right? <laughs> you know, there's food there's, and all the other things to, and not for fun and not for like, Ooh, this feels good. It's like, uh, Oh, more bad, more bad, more bad. And then by the time you actually get to like, have the guts to say something, you're such a mess. It comes out differently. Right. So I agree. I feel like that's, um, something I'm daring myself to try to do more often is like, no, right at the moment, just take a deep breath. Yes. It's super scary. Feels weird. And yet it's going to feel so much better if you just do it. Yeah. I say, talk to the person in the room. 
as I think we do that with spouses a lot too, you get like super worked up about something or you are worked up about something that has nothing to do with them, but they feel all that negative energy. And it's like, and then they're like wondering what the hell they did and walking yeah. on eggshells. And so if you can just say out loud, I am upset about this. It takes all the air out of it. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey there, midlifers. It's Tracy and Kimby. And did you know that we also have a natural body care business? It's called Hello Mellow. And it is a natural way to moisturize and get rid of any of your dry skin conditions from alligator skin to dry bumps to eczema, anything that you have. It's food grade, it's natural, and it really works. Grab yours at hellomellow.com, H-E-L-L-O-M-E-L-L-O-W.com and use coupon code THEMIDLIFE to get 10% off your order. Completely. And and maybe they have the same, right? So they're going to match whatever energy you show up with. Yeah. And like, you know, so maybe you come in and you explode because that's where you are and they'll explode back at you. But eventually it'll work into something else, right? Um, yeah. It's really- Can we get back to the, to the to-do list for a second? Because I have uh, something I try to work through and something I try to help people work through. And I think with anything on your to-do list, you can do one of three things with it. You can delegate it. Mm-hmm. you can ditch it. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, does this actually has to have to happen? Will the world stop spinning if I don't do this? Or you can just fucking do it. Yeah. And I think sometimes that we just sit there in that uncomfortable procrastination and people, somebody said to me yesterday um, that she doesn't do stuff, something because she's lazy. And I was like, I don't think you're lazy. I just don't think you've made it a habit. Like just jump in and do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and something um, that I use as like a resource too is maybe I map out, out the week too of my to-do. So like when I look at my laundry list, I'm like, okay, this week I'm going to do these two things, three things, maybe the bigger, smaller, whatever. And then I'll look at my week because I'm like super all about my calendar and look for my holes that I have. Wait, can we just say... Can we just talk about your calendar real quick? <laughs> because I almost think it would it would be fun to put a picture of that up because your calendar makes me nauseous. It you have you've somehow convinced Google Calendar to use more colors than are actually available to it. And each color corresponds to some micro category in your life. Mm-hmm. And they are all butted up against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that brings, and that somehow brings you calm, complete calm. Yeah. Cause it's all there. So all I have to do is show up and go like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I, I just have to, I have to look away when I walk by your computer screen. <laughs> Everyone looks my, when I go to like write something in, even if it's just like a haircut, people are like, what's happening? What's happening on your calendar? And I'm like, everything's happening on my calendar. It's all good. Take a deep breath. <laughs> like it's literally all there. Um, yeah. And yeah, that works for me. I'm a visual person. So I like to see how all the pieces work together. And I can like, yeah, purple's Charlie. Like, you know, I, everyone has a different color in the family and every work job project has its own color. And then I have my own. Do I have a color? What? 
Do you have a color? <laughs> well, it's a project we're working on. <laughs> projects. <laughs> yeah, many projects. And then I have the alert color that's like, don't mess this one up. <laughs> <laughs> this cannot move. Okay, let's talk about the flip side of it, which is what happens if you don't have enough to do? What if you're a person that, which um, some of our family here at the midlife are people that have been you know, completely entrenched with raising children or, you know, maybe they had, I don't know. There's a million different reasons why your attention gets directed and concentrated on one thing. And then what if that stops happening? Like what if all the children move away and go to college? Or what if you had this long time career and, you know, the job ended, you were laid off or you decided you were going to do something else and you're, you're faced with empty time. And like that is almost bringing you chaos because you, you don't know what to do with yourself. Sure. You don't have... What do you do? Yeah, that can be overwhelmed on the other side, right? Like yeah. the endless possibilities. I mean, I think we've all been there when we clean the slate sometimes and then it's like, oh boy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, such a good question. Like again, and, keep, yeah. home. and what are the tools? Like what, yeah, and, I, and maybe it goes back to, you know, I, I was thinking we, I'm sure we discuss all the time that it's like your thoughts create your reality, right? And so- maybe deciding what you want your reality to look like and then match a thought to it. Right. It's like, what do you, you know, what do you want to, what did you, what do you want your day to look like? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want to feel like? What, who do you want to be? Right. And yeah. just keep playing with that until you decide and don't move forward until you have an idea. Right. I mean, yeah, people, I mean, how many times do you ask people, somebody that question, they go, I don't know. And I kind of, I kind of believe them on the surface that at that moment they don't know. But it's really, but just getting in touch with every, every little voice inside of you that you have just shoved down and said, oh, you're too old to do that. Oh no, you're, you're not capable of doing that. You could never learn that. You could, all of that, like freeing yourself of that and just picking one thing and doing it, right? Yeah, totally. And I think I, I know with like my clients, I, I feel like when you get to that point, there's a lot of, um, it's almost like you've lost connection to your creativity and your dreams, yes. right? And and so even the other day I was talking to one of my clients and she was like, she was going through this whole thing talking and I was like, you're dreaming. Like we almost both start crying. I'm like, you're, you're like, and she's like, oh, I am. And I'm like, your yeah. creativity came back and it, t- it took slowing down and trusting slowing down and us picking a couple things like, well, what sounds good? Right. Like what would you want to put in your day? What just anything that sounds like something you wanted to try or that feels good to you. And like, just add one and see what happens next. And how about the training that that's self-indulgent, right? And that we're not entitled to that. And that again, to the guilt of if we are doing quote unquote, nothing, not crossing something off a list, or if this action does not have a direct purpose, it's self-indulgent and I'm wasting time. Whose time? I don't know. Right. What is time? <laughs> but yeah, of course. Right. And, and so much of the midlife, it's like finding, refinding your own time. Right. And not put everyone before yourself and, and yeah, the guilt and the shame and all that stuff of like, oh, well that's selfish. Right. And it's like, yeah. And, and, and how about if we could start saying, yeah, it is. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Exactly. And that we're not compromising other people who rely on us, but we are just taking care of ourselves. I mean, and 
I'm sure in your experience too, when you watch and, and your own experience of it, like the more you take care of yourself, the better you are for everyone, including the universe. Yes. Like you just show up better. You're so full. And so I dare my clients all the time. Like I'm going to dare you to fill up as much as possible, like make it as shamefully like you, 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 that you can in those moments where you can find time, like whatever it is that fills you. I don't care if it's calling a girlfriend, calling, going, running to have lunch, get your nails done, take a walk, like read a book, stop for five minutes. And on your lunch break, take a walk around the block and listen to a podcast. Like I, whatever it is, try to pick, you know, a couple of them and just fill in and see when you feel full, what your life feels like. It feels different. And I think that's when you start having the creativity and dreaming and start going, Hmm, I wonder what else. I wonder what else. Right. Right. Yeah. And then I think also there has to be the freedom when you are trying new things that it's okay not to like them to go. That was interesting, but it wasn't everything I thought it was going to be cracked up to be. Totally. And not feel like you didn't finish it. You didn't, you know? Yeah. I love that. Right. That's the fun of like the, the dare dartboard, right? Like that you just try something and you do it and you just accomplish. So you, you cross it off the list. Like I tried it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. The dare is getting started. The rest of my life. Yeah. The dare is getting started. The dare is trying it. The dare isn't seeing if you can do it until you're absolutely miserable and, and till the end of your dying days. Right. Yeah. Just kind of stretching yourself and growing. Yeah. So All right. So if we're going to leave people with some, I'm sorry. Sorry. I was going to say the same thing. Go ahead. Like, so just, I was going to say, so if we're going to leave people today with something to hang on to, to find some calm and chaos, um, what would you say? I would say, I would just say you can slow down and get more things done. I know that's not an original thought, but I feel it myself all the time. And I really love the visual of the matrix because everything around you is going to keep spinning. It's going to keep going at its own pace. All the people in your lives are going to keep doing things that annoy you, create more work for you, create more places for you to be, but you can slow down in the middle of it and really stick to your intention, what you're trying to accomplish, what's going to please you. And you can still show up for everyone around you. Just slow the fuck down. You can do that. You have control over that. Yeah. You're what about you? Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I think, I think maybe just even that, that checking in on yourself and looking at that, like, you know, at your day and your to-do list and, and really deciding what you want that day to feel like and what you want to feel like for that day. And like choosing from there really like kind of intentionally deciding. Yeah that feels good. I'm going to do this and that today. Or, you know, I don't really want to do that, but that has to get done. So therefore I'm going to do that one thing. And then what's something great I'm going to do after that. Or like, and so that I can balance out and feel really good in my day and, and just choose like today. I want to feel good. Every day. I want to feel good. I well, know. this feels good. Yeah. And this feels good talking to you instead of talking to myself all the time. <laughs> That's so fun. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're not going to have you on anymore. We are just, oh yeah, we're just doing it. Now we're just on. I love it. Okay. So now pick one favorite thing that immediately kind of brings you back in your body and grounds you and calms you. Like what's one thing you do? Are you asking me? Yeah. That you could share that you like, that immediately like shifts your mood and kind of brings you back to calm. 
You know, the one thing that I have learned in my old age is that I actually, I can stop thinking. So it was funny. So when I, I used to get really anxious in the middle of the night when I, uh, when I worked for Merrill Lynch, like that was a pretty stressful job. And the one thing that would call me was my nephews were little and we weren't married and didn't have babies yet. And I would just think about them and that would call me. Mm. And so, and so now though, I don't, I actually can just stop thinking. And it seems like when I started doing, it seemed like really irresponsible, but now I'm just like, just not going to think about it. Oh my God. That's fascinating. I'm sure most people even are listening going, huh? How do you do that? Like, when do you do that? Like in the middle of the night during the day? Like, Oh yeah. Oh, the middle of the night for sure. I wake up all the time. I do that. You wake up and then you just think of nothing and you just lay there. I'll just be like spinning about something or everything in truthfulness. And I'll just be like, yeah, now I'm done. And then you can just lay there and be like quiet. I can just take a deep breath and I can just make it all go away. I love it. What do you do? Um, I mean, I, I like to listen to music and like move my body. Like I like to sing a song or like just get in my body and like sort of just release energy. So it's like, you know, we, I always say we have like instant dance parties at my house and it's like, let's just turn up some music. And it could be any time of the day. I may even just put a headset in. I'll even send my clients like a instant song. Like this one was my last five minutes. How about you? (laughs) You Like sometimes no one needs to know, but just sort of like move some energy and bring the joy back for me. Gives me some calm. All right, cool. So this is what I proposed. I propose that if you're listening and you either have a question about how to calm the chaos in your life or you have a handy trick that you could share with other people that somebody might really resonate with and might help them. I'm going to challenge you to go into the Facebook group, Muddling Through the Midlife, and I'll start a thread. Just post it in the comments. Um, if it's something that you don't feel comfortable sharing with your name on it, you can always DM Tracy or I. We can put it in there you know, anonymously. But part of um, asking Tracy to join the midlife and um, asking you to do these things in the Facebook group is I want to this to build more of a dialogue and community. And I hope that you'll be along for the journey. And I'm so happy to have Tracy here as a partner going forward. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs>